Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, I am here with cosmetologist Liliana, and we're going to be talking about hair and photography and how the two sort of uh, pair with one another. So welcome to the podcast. Hi, everybody. So tell me a little bit about yourself and how you got into cosmetology. Well, I really started when I was a little girl, and it's funny that I didn't realize that I loved doing hair until I was older, but as a kid, I was cutting my doll's hair, or I would take markers and paint rainbow hair on my Barbies, and um, I was always in trouble because I would try and give my Barbie doll a bob and... Fake hair doesn't work that way. It's not real hair. So it just stick out uh, like Beetlejuice all over its head. Oh, geez. But um, I think it was more in high school. I would do my own hair for prom. I'd go get it done and then I'd take it. I'd come home and take it all apart. And my mom would be so upset with me that she spent all this money. But I just, I've always loved doing hair. So eventually I went to school and got my license. Wow, that's really awesome. And about how long does that schooling take? I mean, for most people who might be interested in in becoming a cosmetologist themselves. Yeah, I would say at least a year. For us, we go by hours. So you typically go to school 40 hours a week or sometimes now they have part time that you could go 20 hours a week and then you take your state board to get your license. Okay. So, I mean, just being a, a total fan ever since you were a little kid and doing your own hair for proms and, and school dances and things like that. Um, what was it that um, brought you to pursue uh, doing weddings? Because I've seen your profile on Instagram. I'll include the links in the show notes in the description below. But um, what brought you to do things like weddings? And I know you've done photo shoots and worked with models. I uh, I got my license about 11 years ago and I started in a salon. I did the whole assisting and I did booth rent and I did that for a couple years and I loved it and I love having clients. I still have some clients now. Um, but doing weddings or doing photo shoots, it was just me being able to be more creative, having a little bit more freedom to do things, to create things, to just be a part of something that's either memorable for a maternity shoot or a wedding that Mm -hmm. these people are going to look at for the rest of their lives. And I feel like it's kind of special that I was included in that and I could help make it fun or happy or less stressful or just making somebody feel beautiful is there's a good feeling about it. Yeah, I can totally agree with that. And it's the same with photography, being able to capture those moments for them, uh, be it a wedding or a maternity shoot or, or any type of gathering, um, they yeah. keep these photos forever. It's not just uh, your run-of-the-mill uh, cell phone pictures that that guests may capture, but it's it's right. something that you're you're providing for them. Yeah, yeah. It's just, and I think you probably understand this. I feel it kind of comes from our heart. It's also special to us because it's a creative process for us. So it's also somebody loving our work and our artistic freedom that we have and we're able to spread that to them and having somebody else love it kind of makes you feel good about yourself on top of it yeah 
And so when working with brides, for example, do they sort of give you a general idea or kind of the gist? I know that when uh, wedding couples approach me, they give me a general idea of the kind of photos that they want, but ultimately it's they've seen my work and, and they just know right. this is what I'm going to capture. This is typically what I can what I can provide for them. Yes, usually I, I'll do consultations and then I do bridal trials, but I tell brides, show me pictures, show me pictures of hairstyles you love or hairstyles you hate or break a picture down and tell me which pieces you love of it and which pieces you don't love. And then I just like to do a trial with them to get a run, you know, to get a feeling of what they like, what they don't like. And sometimes you can look at a picture and say, I love that hairstyle, but for your own hair or your hair length or hair type or maybe mm -hmm. the dress you're wearing, it doesn't go well. So I also try and do a few different experiments of, okay, at least bring me a couple different pictures and we'll try a couple different things yeah. just to get a feel before the day of. And that's interesting that you say that about how their hair might not go with the outfit or even yeah. the type of hair might not. I don't know if you're trying to say might hold that hairstyle, um, but I mean, where does that come from? Does that just come from like years of experience or is that schooling or? It definitely comes from experience. I would definitely say trial and error. Schooling just really teaches us the basics of what we're, we're doing and um, how to pass state board. But yeah, experience of this doesn't work. This does work. Um, you take everything in as a whole. What does the dress look like? If it's a wedding, where's their wedding? Is it outside or inside? Is it on a beach? Could it be windy? You take all these different things into consideration when you're trying to accomplish a whole picture. And then mm -hmm. I just go from there. You know, I when I worked in Hawaii, I had a lot of brides who said, oh, my, where's your wedding? Oh, it's on the beach. I want my <laughs> hair down. Well, you know, and I'd have to give my opinion. Well, you know, it could be windy and you really don't want your hair in your face for your photographs because that'll be pretty miserable when you get your pictures back and <laughs> you have strands of hair all across your face. So Yeah, we can't you know, edit that as photographers. If your hair no, is in your face, your face exactly. is just not in the picture. Right. I try and explain that to them. So, you know, we all have a thought process of what we probably want, but I also try and softly be um, a little forceful if it might not work, yeah. you know, just giving my opinion and, but definitely if somebody wants it all down and it's windy, they, I have given my disclaimer that yeah. the and hair I, will be in their face. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of times, I mean, I've, I've experienced that myself with uh, clients where they might want a certain look or a certain feel to their photos. And unfortunately, the photos that they'll provide me with, their wedding is nowhere the same. They provide right. me with like beach photos, but right. we're on the plains or we're like we're in an open field. Um, yeah, exactly. It's totally like not different. even the same location. <laughs> so, yeah. Where they have like um, a popular one is um, where they have the sparklers and the bride and the groom, they want to walk down yep. uh, while everyone's cheering, but the location might not allow, allow for it. open flame. So yeah, right. these are all things that, play a part and I'm per I'm pretty sure every every profession uh when it comes with weddings and and the services. Right. I definitely do a thorough consultation and 
you know, have them fill out paperwork just saying all, all the little details, you know, where's the location, things they're doing, mm-hmm. all those tiny things, they really do affect the hair. Are they wearing a veil? Are they, you know, the new thing is uh, just having hair pieces or having a veil and then switching to a hair piece and all those little details that nobody thinks of. I have to ask all these questions and it makes a difference. So then that's something that um, I'm actually interested in then. Um, if a bride wants to start her wedding with a veil and then has a hairpiece later, are you still there? I mean, when is your... I can be. Oh, you can be. So there's like an be. in and out time then for you. It depends, right? I can be. But I also, I always love to tell them, who is the bridesmaid you trust the most? Mm-hmm. Or... <laughs> In some cases, who will stay the most sober and I can show them um, (laughs) how to do it. So I definitely will find and I I can pay attention throughout the day, like who's going to be the most responsible here. You know, Uh, you'll see you find those people. And then I just talk to them and say, hey, I'll show you how to put this in, how to put it out, how to not ruin her hair. And they're usually pretty grateful. I definitely like to send them away with like little extra bobby pins. Nowadays, the girls have pockets. Yeah. Or maybe she has a little purse to carry. So I'll give them some little bobby pins in case a hair falls out and they can, you know, go and help her out or whatever it may be. Yeah. So, yeah. And so with weddings, um, is there a follow-up with um, uh, you as the hairstylist or as the professional um i know with photographers i mean we're sort of the beginning the middle the during and the end and then there's also a follow-up like you know i hope you enjoyed your photos is there something like that um that you provide as well or for me i definitely do i just like to check in and just let them know you know i send them a thank you thank you for letting me be a part of their day because like i said a wedding is so special Mm -hmm. that there's millions of us. There's millions of hair, makeup, photographers, venues, the whole nine that they picked us. So I just try and touch base with them a couple months after just to let them know, thank you. And I appreciate you having me at your wedding and trusting me to make you and all your bridesmaids beautiful. So yeah, that's definitely a, a, a good touch. Um, yeah. To leave a, a bride with, but I am also curious about your work with modeling and I know you've done hair uh, for photo shoots. Um, how is that? Like, give me the gist of like how that comes about or how that pans out. It's fun. I mean, depending on the concept of the photo shoot and what we're doing, I mean, there's as simple as beauty looks. So everything's very clean and mm-hmm. just very elegant And then I've done some that are just crazy, wacky mohawks and, you know, bright colors and just big, huge hair. That's fun. I've done a couple things for maybe some clothing lines. And so just depending on the lookbook and what it is that season, what's the concept of the hair. And um, I really love pinup, so any kind of boudoir stuff. Sometimes I work with photographers who do that, mm-hmm. which that is a lot of fun. Really? It's a lot of, it is because some of them are kind of a little, they're out of their element, they're a little out of their box. And yeah. 
you know, you can do fun hairstyles, like maybe more retro and pin up that they wouldn't normally do. So I love any kind of period hair, which the glam look is in. So red carpet, a lot of girls on or women on the red carpet, they want that soft wave that kind of, you know, swoops over their eye and is behind their ear on the other side. Yeah. So I love that look. That's one of my favorites. And it's definitely got to be um, a great way to, I guess, work within a large gamut or a large spectrum of hairstyles from early period to, to now and to classic Hollywood and stuff like that. Yes. So yes. then tell me with photo shoots, and you mentioned this with weddings, about the environment and the location. Uh, how is the importance or what is the importance of the hair product that you use? Um, do you typically have like your go-to product line or depending on the situation, do you know like, oh, well, this other product that I might not have that I can go get might work better? Yes, I have I have a huge case and another on-set bag that I carry with me at all times. So I really try and have anything and everything I could need. I have a couple go-to products that I love. Um, I'm really a, a Paul Mitchell fan mm-hmm. just because they're really true to us as hairstylists and they have millions of products. There's tons out there though that are amazing, but I do, I have some, um, styling products that I love for when blow drying. And then I definitely love a heat protectant if I'm using a flat iron or curling iron to help style the hair a little bit more. Yeah. But I have so many products, but yeah, (laughs) it really depends on the style and the look of what we're doing. I definitely will use my two favorites as a standard and then it just depends from there where we're going. I'll add or put more, you know, hairsprays and plumping up the hair and making it shine. And so I usually use probably at least 10 different things. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. That's definitely a lot then. Yeah. And well, at least with photography, I know that if the makeup it can be off sometimes if yes depending on the, if you're using a flash or not right. a lot of people don't really take this into consideration which is why uh, i like to offer engagement sessions before the wedding and right. i usually tell my brides you know have your makeup done the way you would have it done on your wedding so we'll know how right. it photographs yes is that the same with with hair i mean does is it affected by flash is it affected by does it act differently in the sun i, I mean when it shows up in the camera that is Definitely. Um, not as much as makeup because we're not really worried about the color tone, but I notice every little hair. So that's kind of a pet peeve of mine. So I really don't like any hair out of place. I'm sure you guys could probably photoshop a little strand of hair here or there, but yeah. I uh I it's really time like consuming, their hair. I to could be tell you that. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I can't even imagine that. But yeah, any little hair, you can really see it on a camera. So you really got to make sure everything is super clean and all in its place. Yeah. Which can be challenging at times because especially right now, everything is that boho, beachy, braided, messy. 
mm-hmm. look. So it's almost like you have to make it look messy without it being messy. Oh, kind of, it's kind of an illusion. Yeah. Yeah, because if you just had messy hair, it would look messy on camera. So. <laughs> and so when you mentioned things like uh, stray hairs, that's definitely one of the points I want to hit on uh, for any photographers out there that are listening. Uh, just the importance of looking into or bringing on uh, a hair person, a hair professional uh, to a shoot. Because as photographers, we're definitely looking at a lot of things. And hair can sometimes be one of the last things we notice. However, it's the first thing that I notice in when I'm actually sitting down at my computer. Because those are the things that I have to then fix. And if I don't have a hair person... Well, I could have a lot of photos that need fixing. Right. So as a hair person and a hair professional, I should say, when on set or on a photo shoot, how much freedom do you get or how much freedom do you like to have uh, to step in and fix things? Um, Every situation is different, but usually once everybody's done getting ready and it's time to shoot... I'm basically standing there ready to jump in at any moment. When I, If I see some hairs out of place or maybe their bangs have kind of fallen into their eyes and they're still shooting, if, if the cameraman goes to take a, a pause, I jump in there and I fix it right away, you know? Or sometimes I'll kind of lean over and say, can I fix that hair? And they yeah. go, oh, yeah, sure, because you guys are looking at the whole picture as a total, and sometimes that piece of hair, it's it's overlooked. You're not seeing it. But like you said, as soon as you go and sit at your computer, you go, oh, man, that hair is right in her eye. Yeah. So if I see something, I try and step in without causing an issue of maybe their flow of taking pictures to be paused, you know? Yeah, definitely. Because I know that with all the working professions in one place, uh, hairstylists, a makeup artist, and a photographer, it is a symbiotic relationship. However, everybody kind of wants to provide the best of yes. their talents without <laughs> yes. stepping on anybody else's toes. Right. Because then you could be there all day because every, we're all perfectionists. Yeah. So <laughs> I know at, at least at weddings when I get there and if hair and makeup is being done, I tend to stand way back and just uh-huh. try to be out of everybody's way and as soon as that hair and makeup's done it's like well the bride is mine for a little bit because I need right. to get these pictures right right yeah and I definitely you know when I start if I'm getting a bride ready and you guys come in for you know the getting ready stuff I usually will talk to you guys and just say let me know if any moment you want me to just step to the left or the right and you want to take pictures of her actually getting her hair done or her makeup done. So I try and just keep open communication, especially with everybody that is in a process. So the photographer or maybe the coordinator or the bridesmaids or if I'm on a photo shoot, just all the people that are around, you know, it's, it's much easier when you just talk and say, Hey, just let me know if you want me to move out of the way or I can help hold this or do this. It all just makes everything flow better. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, there's only been, I want to say very few occasions where I've had people that are just sort of, you know, I'm here, I'm doing my thing. Everybody needs to step aside. 
But other <laughs> yeah. than that, yeah, other than that, it's like as long as you're communicating with everybody and just trying to be, you know, we're all trying to do the same thing, which is provide exactly. the best service for, for our clients. Right. I agree. And it just, like I said, it works so much better when everybody just kind of helps each other out a tad. I'm curious, have you had any horror stories while out at a wedding or on a shoot and there's been equipment failure? I don't know, scissors or anything like that? Let me think. Because I know that one time I was doing a shoot. If I can, if I can tell you my little story, I was doing a shoot and it, this woman, she had uh, a product line that she was going to be uh, putting on her website. And so she had three models come out and then me as the photographer. Now, this was my uh -huh. first time really working uh, with models and doing a product line shoot. Yeah. So my camera was like, I was taking pictures, like a lot of pictures. And uh -huh. my camera buffer like was, was reached and it just stopped taking pictures. And oh, I tried no. turning it off and I tried letting it sit. And here the clock is ticking. Everybody's there. Yeah. They need right. to go. They can't wait on me and my camera. So oh I just tried to like do whatever I could. I said, oh, the, the, it's rendering something or it's doing this and that. It was like 40 minutes oh, until no. I could start shooting again. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was it was really bad. Yeah, that's awful. I I had a wedding in Hawaii and I think there were about 12 girls. So it was supposed to be me and another hairstylist. And then there were, I think, three makeup girls. Because usually makeup takes a little longer. Mm -hmm. But the other hair girl got deathly, deathly sick. Oh, like no. the night, the day before. She got like a flu. So I guess not an equipment failure. But yeah, I lost another girl. And um, I was the only hair girl. And they, these people were so worried that I couldn't get everything done in time. Yeah. And the mom came out and was screaming at me. Oh, no. And you don't know what you're doing and who are you? Because I didn't do the trial or anything. I was yeah. just coming with her. And we, long story short, everything was fine. They were so happy. They thanked me afterwards. But yeah, I was a man down and I had to do about 12 or 13 girls and a couple of hours. Oh wow. And it was so stressful. I I turned to <laughs> one of the makeup girls and I said, "Do you know how to curl hair?" And she goes, "Sure, I'll do it." <laughs> and it was thankfully they just wanted it down and curled and, you know, one side pinned. Very simple, but yeah, uh things like that are yeah, I mean, what what do you do? You can't do anything but just <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> work as fast as you can and promise them that everything will be okay and it was but yeah i felt really bad the bride was crying oh, and geez. i just felt so sad but everything was perfect and they were like you did an amazing job and we love it and i said thank god okay <laughs> wow oh i mean definitely a happy ending because i know that weddings like the pressure's on and yeah. my very first wedding that i ever photographed I actually forgot a lens to my camera. Oh, my gosh. It was terrible. It was my go-to lens, the lens I use all right. the time. I already played it out in my mind. Yep. The night before, I packed my bag and everything. And the bum thing about it is I was exactly far enough away from my apartment at the time 
that had I drove back to get the lens, I would have been late for the right. wedding. Yes. So it was like, and it was one of those like, oh my gosh, moments like yeah. everything moved in slow motion when I reached my hand <laughs> in the bag and the lens was not there. Yes. Yeah. I, I definitely, the night before a wedding, I will think of everything. Do I have that? Do I have this? Did I move that? Is that in my bag? And, you know, I, all through my brain, I'm going, oh my gosh, I forgot something. I know I did. Even on the way there, I'll go, did I forget that? But yeah. now I've just tried to get like two and three of everything or something similar that if I forgot one bottle of it, I have something pretty close to it. Yeah. Just to, but you know, brushes, brushes and combs, they all do different things. So if yeah. I uh, don't have one brush, kind of makes my job a little bit more difficult if I'm trying to achieve something that I need that brush specifically for. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, the tools of the trade are very important. My wife has yeah. told me time and time again, make a list and make it like check off everything. I've still yet to do it, but she keeps reminding me, well, eventually I'll I'll do it. But <laughs> Exactly. So <laughs> So then to get back on um your hairstyling and and things like that. Um I am curious how important having an online presence is as a cosmetologist. Um, I know that starting out as a photographer and probably as a cosmetologist in the beginning, we all tend to start with Facebook first because we all yes. have Facebook profiles. Then we include our Instagram and show photos of our work. Um, right. But how important is it to, to have a website? So it's really funny you say that. I've had a website for I think six years or something around there and maybe even longer. But now for, for us, um, I feel a lot of hairstylists, we just in general, whether they're in a salon or whatever we're doing, we're able to show our talents through pictures mm -hmm. and everybody has Instagram. Yeah. Everybody loves Instagram. I can, go and do meetings with people. And the first thing they ask me now is what's your Instagram handle? Nobody even asked me if I have a website. It's kind of a really crazy concept to me because yeah. I'm still trying to understand it and get used to it. <laughs> but having both is really important. I think just because my, um, my Instagram doesn't say anything about me or who I am where my yeah. website does. So but people, they just, they love looking at that Instagram, looking at your continuity and all the pictures and what you're doing. And now there's the whole live and people just love that. They want to see if you're busy and what you're doing at all times I know, and, and showcase your work. Yeah. Yeah. Cause as, as in a photography setting, I know that for me, it's helped tremendously uh, when approaching models or uh, potential clients to to show them a website because right. I guess every photographer has an Instagram or everybody thinks they're a photographer, but <laughs> yes. it kind of sets you apart. I, th I think yeah. that styling hair is one of those things that it doesn't matter if you have a camera to take a picture of hair. It's the talent that you're doing, you're putting in with your hands, the, the yes. work that that definitely is seen through photos, but yeah. I know that I've, I've been able to work with a lot more models and even had a lot more weddings because of my website. 
people mm-hmm. tend to take at least me more seriously because they think, well, yes. okay, this guy has a, an official place where he showcases his work. Right. Yeah, I feel for us, it's kind of gone backwards, which is strange. But at the same time, it's kind of incredible for us. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel Instagram has also been a huge supporting network team for just hair in general. Yeah. I think, I think too, it also gives any kind of person, whether it's a bride or whoever it is, they have the ability to go and look at us on Instagram and what we're doing and see if they feel a connection even, or if anything on there looks appealing to them and those kind of things where our website, it can do it. But I think in general, as people, we're a little bit more open on our Instagram and we show a little bit of just what we're doing on a regular basis. Yeah. And maybe people feel a bit more of a connection. So then with that, uh, with hairstylists, do you do you notice more uh, stylists in the hairstyling world uh, having uh, like professional Instagram pages or does it yes. really matter? Yes. And a lot of them don't have websites mm-hmm. like Instagram is their it's their website I guess so um I've also found a lot of hair I mean I too I love looking at other hairstylists and their work as inspiration and I love you know I'll comment on there too like you know I love your work and they respond back and they can be in New York or in Texas or in Long Beach, but in other countries, it's kind of nice. Um, just seeing that people can connect that way too. And a lot of people are very supportive of each other, which I think is amazing because sometimes it's not always like that. Yeah. The photography community is, uh, very similar in that sense. There's a lot of Uh photographers that I follow that don't necessarily do weddings or engagements. They're more uh, landscape photographers and they'll do like uh, travel videos and things like that. But I find that to be really inspirational and I try to incorporate some of that editing style uh, with my work. So Exactly. Yeah. And we just like take little bits from other people and kind of make it our own and get inspired by things too. And so with uh, Instagram being sort of at the forefront uh, for putting a lot of uh, cosmetology work out there for people to see. How important are lookbooks, like an actual physical lookbook? So I used to make one a long time ago, and I haven't done one in a while, which I think it's just because of Instagram being such a huge thing. Mm-hmm. That you can just say, people can, everybody has their phone at all times. Yeah. You just say, oh, here's my Instagram name. And they're on there in two seconds already following you, looking at everything, going, oh, I like this. Oh, I like that. When did you do this? And it's kind of crazy to me. I'm actually going to be doing a bridal show next weekend. Mm -hmm. And it's funny you say that because I've been debating in my head, do... A lot of people will print pictures, put them in pretty frames, and have them out on their table. Yeah. My thought process, I wanted to do that. And then my teenager brought the idea, make a slideshow and bring the iPad. Yeah. Then I can have everything on there. And it can maybe engage people a little more. Maybe they'll stick around to see the next photo or, 
you know, what's going to come up. So I think that might be the route I'm going to go, but I've never tried it that way. Yeah. And I know that, I know that, um, print has sort of kind of gone to the wayside. Um, I know that when I've had meetings with clients, I've taken my iPad uh, and I'll show them, I'll swipe through a couple photos or show them right. some, some videos of like behind the scenes, things that I've captured to kind of show my workflow. Right. Um, so yeah, lookbooks there, they're just gone for now, I guess. I think so. I found my first one I had and I, I kind of laughed and went, wow, this feels like an eternity ago, but <laughs> <laughs> I still have it, you know, just in case you never know. And I have all the digitals that if I want to add to it, I definitely can. But yeah, with technology, Instagram, and now you can download apps and just make a portfolio basically on the iPad and just let it run. Yeah. So well, then with that, building your portfolio on Instagram, um, do you find that or do you typically request uh photos from the photographer or do you ask for photos from the bride or do you just post photos that you take with your cell phone on the day? Uh, how do you, or how would you recommend, um, cosmetologists out there who might be starting out, uh, to build their profiles? That one is still a hard one for me. So I'm very, I'm very particular that when I'm doing a wedding, I don't really like taking pictures on my cell phone. I like I like the the photographs that you guys take. They look so much cleaner, obviously, and just everything looks so much better, and it captures everything as a whole. Mm -hmm. But it's very hard to get those. Some sometimes I'll, I'll ask the photographers if I established a relationship with them, you know, and I met them and introduced myself completely. So yeah. sometimes I'll go that route. Most of the time, I do ask the bride, which it's kind of hard yeah. because they got to take the time and go through probably everything you sent them. And what would I, you know, which pictures would I actually like? And that one is still a hard one. Sometimes when I do photo shoots too, I can work with some photographers. They'll send them to me within days and then other ones, I mean months. I have stuff that I've done six months ago and then I go, wait a minute, I never caught those. Yeah. So everybody's different. Um, I definitely would say just kind of if you can build a relationship with people, photographers or your bride, whoever you feel most comfortable with, and mm -hmm. just ask them politely. They, they usually send it. Yeah. It just takes time. So you have to have patience. And I definitely um, got off that. I think um, I got onto that early. I figured uh -huh. that when I was coming into this as the photographer um, that I would try to do as much as I can for everybody who's there. Right. Um, so throughout my day, I'll take pictures of the bride and I'll try to get hair shots where it's, you know, the bride is probably not going to want this shot. Maybe she will, right. but it's specifically of the hair, um, specifics of the makeup or the setup or even the makeup artist doing the makeup. So that exactly. everybody has has pictures to show because even as a photographer, just the fact that your work is getting out there in as many ways as possible is right. a beneficial thing. Right. I have actually met some people that um, 
they make the bride sign a contract saying or or you guys saying that you will tag them if you post on social media, which I think is a little crazy, but um <laughs> I take it yeah. on faith. Like I take it on yeah. good faith. Right. If you're going to tag me, then you'll tag me. Yeah. Because um, I think it was like somebody told me once, if you do good work, one person might might tell somebody. But if you do bad work, then they'll tell 10 people. Everybody. So yes. I, I have <laughs> to take it on faith that hopefully I did a good enough job that somebody's going to ask them, hey, who took that photo? And then they'll yes. say it. Yes. I definitely, if I post stuff on, on social media and I know who the photographer was or who did the makeup or whatever it is in that picture. I definitely tag everybody because I feel that no matter what, everybody should get the credit if I especially know who they are, you know, and we should all collectively be networking with each other. I mean, why not? We're a small community, but large at the same time, Mm -hmm. but you always cross paths with a lot of the same people in the end. Yeah. It's interesting. So, yeah, I mean, I always tag people just because I feel like I should. It's kind of my my duty, I feel. And I would <laughs> hope that they would do the same. Like you said, good faith. Yeah. And so sort of like a an off question, uh, but kind of related is um, I know as a photographer, when I do provide photos to people, even if they don't tag me or whatever, I can understand. But if they alter these photos, like say change the colors or apply an Instagram filter to some of these photos that I've taken my time to edit. Uh, It's kind of a little pet peeve and they'll tag me in it as if it's my photo or as if it's my work. Um, Has that ever happened to you or has anybody ever changed the look of the hair enough and tagged you to where you felt that's not an accurate representation of my work? Um, Sometimes a certain angle and I go, oh, I don't like that picture. But no, I've never really had anybody do that. Um, that is a definite no-no on your part, though. People, <laughs> I, 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 can, I understand that and I would never change a filter or add one to a photographer's picture. That's just, I know a definite no-no. So, no, I've never really had that with hair, though. Okay. So then here we go. I do have, I did send out a couple ask me anything questions uh-huh. on my Instagram. I got two. Okay. I can lie. I got two. <laughs> and they're both, uh, they're both G rated. So perfect. I can handle that. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one, the person wanted to rena- uh, remain anonymous. Sure. And they said, is, is I don't know if they really know this or not, but is it customary to wash your hair before going to a salon or is it like a dentist office where you pay them to clean your teeth? So why do it beforehand? So it depends what you're getting done. And I would say it definitely depends how dirty your hair is. <laughs> I imagine so, nobody's going in with like, they just like played in the mud. Get you'd their hair be surprised. <laughs> but, um, it depends if you're coming in for a, a just like you want your hair styled for you're going out for the night. Yeah. Um, it depends on your hair. Some people, they get greasy very fast and some people, their hair is very dry. Mine's very dry. 
So I could probably go a few days without washing my hair, mm -hmm. which nobody would even know. So it really just depends. If you're going in to get your hair colored or highlighted, your hair could be as dirty as you want. It doesn't even matter because we're all going to wash it in the end. Yeah. So I would say it just depends. Everybody's their own, I guess, you could tell your own hair. If your hair is shiny, wash it. Yeah. If it's not shiny, you're fine. Have at it. <laughs> and to the to the anonymous person who asked this question, just be clean when you're going out. <laughs> like yeah. That, that should I be think... an easy question to answer. <laughs> well, you know, dry shampoo has really come in as a huge thing, which I love me some dry shampoo. <laughs> but there's a point where no more dry shampoo. You've got to wash that hair, you know? <laughs> So <laughs> you can only hold it so long and then Yeah, every female knows exactly what I'm talking about. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, here I have no hair, so dry shampoo yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about, but <laughs> they'll know. They'll definitely know. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other one is actually a science question. It's unrelated to to hair at all, but this person felt that you may be able to provide answers to this question. All right. Are you a flat earther? You believe the earth is flat. <laughs> I mean, you could be real. Um, no. You could be real for all five people listening right now. <laughs> I mean, no. Earth is round. There we have yeah. it. End of story. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Liliana. Well, I want to thank you for coming on to the podcast again. I am Ramon, and I was here with uh, Liliana, and we were talking about hair, weddings, photography, just a little bit of everything. So yeah. thank you again. Thank you for having me.